The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. This is the Chris Salcedo Show. I am your liberty-loving Latino. Do not confuse me with loudmouth leftist Latinos out there. I actually love the United States of America. And I, when I find kindred spirits, it doesn't mean only among American citizens. When I find kindred spirits all over the world who love this country as much as I do, uh, there's an immediate bond. And, and, and our next guest, as a matter of fact, this is the first time that I have spoken to him voice to voice. I haven't met him in person yet. Uh, all of our correspondents have been over text messaging or email or just by hearing his promos here on the Blaze Radio Network. Jonathan Dunn, he refers to himself as an, an Irish guy with a passion and a true belief in American exceptionalism. Always principles first with this guy. His podcast is available every Saturday Posted noon Eastern right here on the Blaze Radio Network. And Mr. Dunn, welcome to the Chris Salcedo Show. Thank you very much for having me. All the uh, First off, what time is it there? It is 8.36. <laughs> I'm five hours ahead of you. Nice. Well, uh, for, uh, I am so glad you could make it. And uh, uh, So just so I can confirm, this is like the, you are the real Chris Salcedo, right? You're the real bombastic, <laughs> loud man, wacko bird Chris Salcedo, right? This is, that, that's me, uh, uh, you know, targeted. Well, not just me. I, I think, I think I know who McCain was targeting. I think he was targeting figures like, like Glenn. He was targeting figures like Rush and Sean. Uh, because uh, let's be honest, that John McCain, the, the secret's out. He's not a conservative, and he's worked against the conservative movement, and, and the fact that we don't carry his water really distresses him. So he, so he sat there in a well full of people who don't like having their feet held to the fire, and uh, they applauded him as he bashed us. Um, that's real easy. Uh, anyway. Do you know... Yeah, There's ahead. a real ironic thing about what's going on in D.C. right now. If you if you actually just sit back, you know, the one thing I've come to looking at this world, this crazy world we live in, if this was like House of Cards and you were just sitting, it would be the best show ever. I'd be breaking my heart laughing. The sad, sad part is it's true and it's you're living in a horror show. What's I, so ironic to someone like me is I watch D.C. right now and I'm looking at all these arguments and Senator McCain going out there is, they they openly admit we can't get anything done. They're having you having pre, your president Trump going out just whatever to get just vote for it. You have McConnell, let's vote for this bill. We're voting for any bill. No one's reading the bill, and all the time they're all admitting we can't get anything done. And the argument is let us take care of your health care. If 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 I wish someone and if someone listens to this because I know a lot of people listen to your show, please take a thirty second or a sixty minute slot of just second slot of what's going on in D.C. right now and go. You really want these people looking after your healthcare? That is the biggest, strongest ad you could do because most people will go. I don't want them anywhere near because they will not agree with it on well, anything. Who was it? It was it was Rand. I think it was Rand Paul who said these guys can't run Amtrak. These guys can't run the post office efficiently. You want to put these guys in charge of your health care? I mean, for, for crying, you know what? I'll mention this too, Mr. Dunn. Isn't it, you, you know that uh, Senator John McCain is a veteran. You know that. He served, he served in the U.S. military, correct? 
Did he really? I never heard, I've never heard that before. <laughs> now, ever. Now, Senator John McCain served in the military. This this champion of our fighting men and women in uniform. Why why didn't John McCain get treated for his illness at the VA? I I, I don't know. It's 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 it, my, the mind boggles reasons why. Well, because John McCain's been there for thirty years, and he has worked so hard to make that VA sterling and and wonderful and and deserving as all of our fighting men and women. I mean, if it's good enough for our fighting men and women, it should be good enough for John McCain. As a matter of fact, why don't we put all of Congress inside of the socialized medicine uh, framework of the VA? I'm sure they'd all be elated, ecstatic to get their treatment at VA hospitals. What shouldn't they be lining up out the door to do this? I think so. Yeah. I think, you know, I think, you know, if you ever want to take a trip down government, the government route, just, you know, just book yourself in for a day of fun. You know, if you're a vet, <laughs> go to the VA. If you're a normal person who hasn't served this country, just go to the DMV. And if you have a pleasant experience, you should then go and vote for um, government involvement in healthcare. Yeah. If you happen to think those things suck, which they truly do, then I suggest you start doing what you can do, winning the argument and saying, get government out of healthcare. Because the truth of the fact of, of the matter is the US system, while it does have its flaws, is by far and away the best system on God's green earth. And this is factual. This is not just an Irish guy coming on to say America is better. No, this is fact. The amount of people who go around live in socialized medicine, you're Irish, whether you're English, whether you're German, whether you're Australian, who can't get treatment under their utopian paradise of socialized medicine, and who the answer is getting a GoFundMe or getting local charities to sponsor them to go to America to find a cure. I don't hear Americans, you know, let's have a GoFundMe for Chris Salcedo. He has a little illness. He's going to Germany to get the best healthcare, <laughs> or, or going to Canada to or, get healthcare. Or the UK. Everyone is yeah. going to America. Yeah. No, no you're, you're, absol you're absolutely correct. And uh, and I'll give one caveat. America's system is the best in the world when it's adhered to. And that seems to be a part of our problem. And uh, by the way, Jonathan Dunn is our guest right now, folks. You can hear his podcast posted every every Saturday at noon Eastern right here on the Blaze Radio Network. Reason I brought you on was to weigh in on the Charlie Guard case. And here we have uh, proof positive that th th when the state takes over your health care, the trade off is. You no longer control your health care. When the state pays for everything, they make the calls. And this young man, uh, this young man, this young, this young baby is, is paying with his life so that socialism can live on in the UK. It's, it's honestly one of the most heartbreaking cases, um, just watching it from afar. What these parents... I don't have kids, so I can't fully empathize, but my heart breaks from just going through what they've had to go through. You know, we, you know, the one thing about America, going back to your founding fathers, you know, America was exceptional from day one because it truly understood. Your founders are such great men. They said the first right, the first and most important right enshrined in your Declaration of Independence is not free money. It's not free rights. It's nothing. It's about life is the first right, because they understood something that even to this day, other people don't understand. We can disagree on tax policies all day long. We can disagree on Obamacare all day long. We can disagree on any policy you want. If we don't have a culture that respects and enshrines life as a liberty and that is something that's worth fighting for, 
then we are lost as a culture. We are living in a culture of death. And I don't know how these poor two couple, um, the two parents are going through it. Just to go through the timeline, can you imagine having a son or a daughter and all you want to do is I need to get my son or my daughter. They have this disease. And even if it's not Charlie's disease, they have this thing with them. I just want to give them a chance to live. I just want them to try and get treatment. I know it might not work. I know these risks, but just let us try. And going through the timeline, going through the high court saying, no, it's best to have him die. Going through the doctors, going through the Supreme Court, going through the European Court. And all the time, all you're asking for is I just want a chance for him to live. Yes, I know he might not. It's not a guarantee. Cancer or any treatment for a serious illness is not a guaranteed outcome of success. But at least let us try. We're not even looking to take up your resources. We have our own money. We can go to America. We can go to the Vatican. Just please let us try. See, then no, wait a minute. That's, that's a, a key point. I don't want you to gloss over that. They weren't asking to burden other taxpayers. They, they just wanted permission so they could save their son. And the state said, no, we're not going to allow you to use your own resources to save your son because we have determined your son is not savable. And then that, that begs the question, whose child is it? And, and in, in Europe, I'm afraid they've abandoned control of their children to the state. Absolutely. Like there was an article in The Guardian, one of the, the big papers in the UK, basically saying that, that, you know, the parents are not the ultimate decider of, of, of our children. And that is so frightening. But even just some of the quotes, I don't know how closely you follow this story. The judge, we are making women, men and women, and this is the same in America, by the way, this is not just an isolated case. We are making men and women who are wearing robes or happen to have a, be a political politician, making them gods. Some of the quotes when um, last, I think it was last week when the, they got the, there was a great bill in the, the house, I think, to grant them um, not a citizenship, but, you know, a right of residency to go over there. Yeah. The judge said, and I quote, you can't move that baby without me saying so. <sighs> Do you think you're a god that you think you can tr control my child? Absolutely. That but is that is a such That's what happens when you surrender the that's what happens when you surrender your sovereignty, you surrender your rights to the sovereign state. You know, and, and we've talked about this Jonathan, I don't know if you had a chance to tune in much of the show, but we've talked about Canada, the UK, they had conversations and they agreed there's going to be a trade-off. The, the the Democrats over in this country and the liberal extremists in the United States, they say, "Oh, there's no trade-off. It's nothing's going to change. It's, you're going to get your health care for free. Nothing will change." And only an idiot and a buffoon believes that. Absolutely. And I can tell you in a, in a small socialist utopia like Ireland, everyone knows the healthcare system sucks. You know, you go into, if I go, if I fall tonight, and if I trip over the stairs and I fall and I, you know, I twist my ankle or I'm not sure what goes in, I'm going into A&E and I'm waiting at least 12 hours before I'm seen. You know, whereas if I go and pay private, because we right now still have a bit of a private system, but it's extremely expensive and the government wants to phase us out because we're, you know, we're hurting the little guy who can't afford it. I can get in and out of an A&E center that's private in, in 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Uh, this is the market that you're up against. Everyone knows the system is not good. But everyone is so caught up in, well, it's not fair, it's not right. <laughs> and this, this is what the argument of Charlie Gard was. Instead of saying life is precious, you know the old thing, these old standards we used to have, the Hippocratic Oath? Yeah. First, do no harm. Now we're like, 
Well, he has a right to die with dignity. Well, that, He's that, in pain. The Hippocratic oath has changed. Do no harm to the socialist state. That seems to be uh, the, the primary concern of those in, in control in government. Jonathan Dunn, everybody. Irish guy with a passion and a true belief in American exceptionalism. Always puts his principles first. Make sure you catch the podcast. Available right here on the Blaze Radio Network. Posted Saturdays at noon Eastern. It's a pleasure meeting you, buddy. And we'll get you back on. Thanks, brother. Keep up the good work. God bless.